Well, let's welcome you back to this week in the association. It's game four here tonight in Fargo, North Dakota. And Kevin, a big surprise tonight as the Milkmen will come away forcing a game five for tomorrow night. This is definitely not the result that uh, a lot of the experts were expecting as when you looked at the pitching matchup, Christian Young was a, he was an unknown commodity. I mean, he pitched well his last time out, but this was a completely different stage as it was a do-or-die situation. And Peyton Wigginton pitched so well for Fargo, he just didn't expect the result that we got tonight. Yeah, you have Wigginton coming off the big six-inning shutout performance against Kansas City in Game 3 of the champ of the West Division Championship Series. And Young, as you said, Kevin, hadn't started in t and since Game 1, or since, excuse me, since Game 2 of the first round matchup there for the Milwaukee Milkmen, but he was fantastic tonight. Both pitchers come out of the first couple innings and look incredibly solid for their clubs, Kevin, and this looked like it was going to be a very tight contest. It did. Uh, the, you know, it was a uh Kind of a contrast from what we've seen in the first two games, or first three games, where one team jumped out to an early lead and it was pretty much over from there. In the third inning, Milwaukee is finally able to get on the board, and, and Brian Torres, Kevin, who has been a little silent in this series, but sure made his presence known tonight, leads off of the ball down the left field line. They ruled it a triple. To me, Kevin, it looked like a double that went through the legs of the left fielder for, for Fargo, but triple for Torres really got things going here going for the Milkman. You know, I, I'm glad you said that because I, I thought the same thing myself. I thought it was a little bit of a generous um, scorekeeping call, and... Just didn't know what happened. It was a really awkward head-first slide into third base by Torres, and you wondered if he was okay at it. He just favored his jaw for a while. He was, just the way his arm landed, he feared like there might have been an arm injury, but fortunately for Milwaukee, he was okay. Yeah, he looked a little, not only shaken up, but a little angry at the same time. We're not exactly sure what happened down there. We'll find out more about that tomorrow. Logan Trowbridge then popped out. That brought Miguel Gomez to the plate, who winds up singling. That brings home Torres. Milwaukee up one nothing. Yeah, big hit by Miguel Gomez, who got moved up uh, to the number three spot in the order, and it paid dividends right away as he hit a line drive single to right center and scored Torres to make it one nothing Milwaukee. Keon Barnum follows with a base hit. Both runners move up on a pass ball before Will Kenger strikes out. That brings Hector Sanchez to the plate, who worked out a, a I believe, a nine-pitch uh, battle with Wigginton before drilling a ball down the right field line that looked like it was going to drop in. Alec Olin comes from out of nowhere and lays out to make a spectacular play, saving two runs. Uh, tonight, Sanchez had the most eventful one-for-four night that I think a player could have. His first time up, he... It's a liner up the middle that Sam Dexter made a great play on and just barely nailed him at first base. And then Olin dropped, so it would have been a two-run double from him. So, But he finally did get his double in his third at bat, as we'll allude to later. You know, an amazing thing about that too, Kevin, and, and again, no disrespect here in any way to John Silviano, but I thought, if and that's not Alec Olin, that's a double and two runs are on the board. The game stayed that way, 1-0 heading into the fifth inning when uh, Milwaukee will add another run. Brian Torres lays off the base hit. Logan Trowbridge lays on the bunt, moving Torres into second. Uh, it looked like Peyton Wigginton had kind of lost track of Torres, who decides to go for the stolen base to third. He is easily in there. Christian Correa's uh, throw winds up sailing into the shortstop area, heading into left field. That allows Torres to score easily. easily. 2-0 Milwaukee, Kevin. You know, for a team that is known for having some big boppers in the lineup, you, you look at the first two runs of the game, and... Granted, it was a triple by Torres, but 
Round number two, base hit on a, on a bunt, gets bunted to second, steals third, and then the throwing error. So it was, uh, let's face it, um, Torres completely manufactured that run. You know, what was funny to me about it, Kevin, was the people sitting around me were telling me, oh, that we hate the bunt, this is such a dumb play. Well, Torres manufactured a run out of it using it. And it's, it's interesting, too, is that Milwaukee wound up realizing that, hey, this was going to be a low-scoring affair. I thought this was a smart move by Anthony Barone to get every run possible that he could early, and this wound up paying dividends for him. Yeah, you know, the, the game definitely had a different feel to it. It, it just didn't seem like you are going to be seeing a big inning out of either team, that it was going to have to be a run here and there. Granted, I believe Milwaukee may have cost themselves a couple runs with some running errors, but... But yeah, it was just a matter of just scratch out the runs so you can get them. We're going to talk about that right here, Kevin, because in the sixth, they have an opportunity to really blow this game open. Will Kendrick leads off of the base hit. Hector Sanchez then doubles down the left field line as it winds up bouncing over to the wall. That was it for Wigginton. He pitched very well in this game, but his team did not support him tonight, and he winds up coming away with a loss. Yeah, tough loss for Wigginton. He, I'm sure there's uh, some pitches he'd like to have back, but overall, I thought it was a good performance. Reed Burlingmayer comes in, gives up a base hit to Carl Chester. Uh, Chester, who was kind of, you know, ha had a great night last night, looks like he's finally getting in the swing of things, came up with a big hit there for him. Yeah, it was a big hit for uh, Chester. Uh, just, uh, just barely got it past Pete Maris at second base, and that was enough to drive in Kenger with the third run of the game. And, you know, in the game like this, 3 nothing just looks much bigger than 2-0. Now, how this could have gotten to be a much bigger inning was, for some reason, the ball was hit to the second baseman for Fargo that should have allowed uh, Hector Sanchez to move to third, but he didn't. He stayed at second base. The, the next batter is Aaron Hill, who winds up hitting a deep fly ball to center field. Both runners move up, but that would have scored Sanchez at that, at that time. Kevin, that, that could have been costly if this would have been a much closer game. Yeah, it could very well. It was just uh, well, the first of uh, a couple of really questionable um, running decisions that we'll discuss right now. Next up was Jeremiah Burks, who winds up hitting a ball down to short. Uh, Carl Chester is kind of leaning off the bag, decides to start heading back towards second base, I guess because he realizes Sanchez wasn't going to go home. He's easily tagged out by Sam Dexter, who throws on the first for the double play, and Milwaukee just comes away with a run. Yeah, I think, you know, I the consensus was that's another mistake by... Sanchez, where on that play you are much better off making a play for home. They're either A, going to ignore you, or B, they're going to make a play for you at home, but it's only going to be one out instead of a potential double play. And Chester still winds up at third, you know, so you still have a guy at third in that situation, so... Didn't wind up coming to cost him, though, Kevin. As uh, in the bottom of the sixth, Christian Correa walks to start the game, start the inning. That is it for Christian Young. Uh, Frankie Bartow comes on. But let's talk about Young first of all. You know they were looking for a savior tonight, and the guy with the name Christian really came up big for them. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, Young was huge for this ball club tonight. Gave them exactly what they wanted. Five very good innings and. It just set um, Milwaukee up very well for the rest of the game. Two hits and two walks, struck out seven for Young. Frankie Bartow comes on, is able to retire the first two batters he faces, but Leo Balopena keeps getting alive with a single into center field. That brings up Manuel Boscon, who's a tying run at that point, Kevin. He falls behind 0-2 before popping out. Bartow looked great, gets himself out of a jam. Yeah, I think that was huge at the time. It's 3-0, and if uh, Fargo finds a way to answer right away, they still feel like they're in the game. 
In the seventh, Fargo has another opportunity to tie the game, Kevin. Uh, Sam Dexter singles with one, down, one out. Nick Novak comes away with a single with two down, putting two on for Ben Lavorsi, who comes off the bench to pinch hit, and he drills a ball in deep center field. Had this crowd on their feet, but Brian Torres goes back to make the play just short of the wall to end the inning. Yeah, we had a good, good drive by Lavorsi coming in cold off the bench. It was just one of those fly balls if you managed to drape that thing down the right field line and maybe leaves the ballpark. But in center field in this park, it, at times it could play very big, and it did there, and it just ended up a fly out in the seventh inning. Bartow retires, retires a side in order in the eighth. and the ninth, Rodrigo Benoit comes on, making his first appearance of the, of the championship series, Kevin. Not really sure if we were going to see any rust on him as he hadn't pitched since game two against Cleburne in the division championship series, but he looked really sharp, striking out the final two batters of the game to record the save and send this on to game five. And I think that's important for Benoit, too, after the you know, I was doing a live blog tonight, and I was asking, well, is, there, is it going to be rest or rest for Benoit? But, yeah, just saying goodbye to Superfan then. <laughs> uh, uh, with Benoit, it was a matter of um, you got to the, the side out one, two, three, and struck out two batters and didn't have to throw a lot of pitches. And you have to think that he can give you multiple innings tomorrow night if needed. I think I got stuck on saying Benoit, but Benoit, so I apologize, I apologize about that, Rodrigo. Fourth save of the postseason for him. He has just been absolutely lights out for this club when they have really needed him to be. Bartow with three shutout innings, Young with five shutout innings for the team tonight as they come away with a 3 nothing victory. Kevin, that sends us before, we'll, we'll talk about this here in just a minute, but uh, let's first of all talk about a couple of performances here tonight. Brian Torres finishes three for five, scores two runs, has a triple and a stolen base. Obviously huge for this team, but I thought one of the biggest things for them was that everybody but Aaron Hill had at least one hit in tonight's game, and I think that if this lineup is going to wind up having an opportunity to win tomorrow, they got to get that kind of production all the way through. Yeah, that's got to be an encouraging sign, and even Hill, uh, you know, his last at bat, he just... Hit one right on the nose, but it went right to second base. So, you know, he had a he also had a deep fly ball in his at bat in the sixth inning. So, yeah, if this Milwaukee team, if it's um, if it's finding its confidence again, you have to feel good if you're a Milkman fan going into the game tomorrow night. I think it says a lot for this club too. It, it, just watching them in the dugout, you know, from the start of this. There was no sense of, hey, we're in a lot of trouble here. You know, I don't know if we can wind up pulling this out. They just really looked very confident in themselves. And just a, a very well-rounded performance by the entire team here tonight. Uh, you know, you looked at the club and you realized, man, they had an opportunity to really blow this game open, weren't able to do that, but didn't get down on themselves about that either. No, and that's a key thing. They did not panic at all. It could have been... Easily they could have panicked and all of a sudden you're giving up a few runs and it's a tie game again. But no, they kept the kept everything um, going in the right direction and it was a solid win for the Milkmen. Well, Kevin, game five tomorrow, 6.30. A rematch of game one is Kevin McGovern who gave up four earned runs, five total runs and in four innings in the loss in game one. Will that battle A.J. Shugel who tossed six shutout innings. This should be an incredible matchup out there, and we're going to see two veterans who know that they have to come out and come up with the outing of their lives. You know, I was listening to the Jack Michaels show this afternoon, and they made a good point on there that um, a lot of the guys on Milwaukee, Fargo had not seen because there was a lot of turnover with the Milwaukee roster since the time those teams had met in the regular season. So in the first game of the series... 
Christian Correa, the catcher, is still trying to get a feel on how to pitch to the Milwaukee batters. And in that time, it was Kevin McGovern that had to kind of take the hit as um, they just didn't exactly have a book on these guys yet. So if I were uh, Fargo fans, I would not worry about Kevin McGovern. He's a veteran. Obviously now they do have a book on how to pitch to the Milwaukee batters. So I think you'll see a, a very veteran-like performance out of McGovern tomorrow. And boy, on the other side, A.J. Shugo, it's just been the lights out the entire postseason. So I think we're going to see a great um, matchup tomorrow night. One run in 18 innings Shugel has given up in the postseason. Kevin, I think if there's one thing to kind of carry away from here tonight, it's the fact that Milwaukee beat Fargo in Fargo for the first time since, I believe, 2020. So it's been a long time. So that was a, a key victory, I think, for them tonight, giving them a little confidence here for Game 5. Yeah, that's a good point, Dan. That's a monkey off of the milkman's back. Uh, I, I know it had been in quite a while, but I didn't know exactly when. But, wow, 2020, that's... Um, that was quite a stretch. Yeah, I think we're talking about nine straight losses to this club. So we're going to get an opportunity to see if they can come out here and pull this out. A.J. Shugel, a 3-0 in the postseason, as you mentioned, 0.50 ERA. Kevin McGovern, who has not had a particularly great postseason for this team, 5.79 ERA. Uh, we haven't got to see a game five here for either one of these clubs so far in the postseason. As, but we did see uh, both clubs have been all the way to an elimination game. Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Fargo's faced elimination in, in every series so far. So they're going to have another opportunity tomorrow night, Kevin. So tell me, McGovern, Shugel, who do you like? Um, I think I just have a feeling that um, Milwaukee has got the confidence now and that um, Shugel, is, if he pitches the way he has every game in the playoffs, that um, Milwaukee will find a way to manufacture some runs. And um, the call is going to make me very unpopular where we're sitting right now. I... I see the uh, Milkman victory. I have to go with, right with you there, Kevin. I think we're going to see the Milwaukee Milkman hoisting the Miles Wolf Cup tomorrow evening. And if not, we just severely curse them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it, this this should turn out to be a great game. But now you're you're hedging here because you're because at the beginning of the season you picked Fargo to win it all. So. No matter what happens tomorrow night, it's win-win for you. Yeah, well, I had them to win the series, but uh, but I I do think I'm gonna I, I will I'm not gonna uh, go well. Gee, I had no I had Fargo to win all the time, but yeah, I'm saying Milwaukee. Milwaukee was going to win tomorrow night, so if I, if they don't, then I'll take a loss. How about that? Um, Shugo, I think, is right now, Kevin, is just lights out. And I think that they can look at him and just go, hey, you can go as long as you want to go. If you've got nine in you, we're not going to take you out of this game. And then you still got Benoit, as you mentioned. Peyton Gray didn't be, get used at all tonight. Good point. Kyle, Good Kyle point. Huckabee wasn't used. Miles Smith wasn't used. So this bullpen is plenty rusted. On the other end, Alex DeBoard <laughs> wasn't used. So th th this is an opportunity for both of these clubs to go out there and go deep with their bullpen. So I think this is going to be an exciting game. But I'm looking for Milwaukee. Three to one tomorrow night, Kevin. Um, you know, I'm going to say um, five to two. Five to two. I like that score too. Awesome. Well, I believe that's where we are for tonight. Kevin and I are going to wrap up, but we will come to you tomorrow night after the championship series is completed with uh, whoever the winds up being the winner, and we'll talk a little bit with the uh, manager who winds up getting the hoist that cup tomorrow night talk to some of the players so we'll include that in our show as well so for kevin loco i'm rob panier we will see you tomorrow night on this week in the association